This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's at $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only. And I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, Maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com. And if you want to join, all you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written, published article, Who Was at the Helm, from 1965. It's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage show from 324.94, the earliest show in the archive, 324.94. My interview with Donald Trump from 110-2011. 110-2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump. Much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar and you get a better buzz with, <laughs> with the Savage Premium. So go to, go to glow.fm slash savagepremium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. We have seen growing evidence that the dangers to our country can come not only across borders, but from violence that gathers within. There is little cultural overlap between violent extremists abroad and violent extremists at home. But in their disdainful pluralism, in their disregard for human life, in their determination to defile national symbols. They are children of the same foul spirit, and it is our continuing duty to confront them. President Bush made the single biggest mistake in the history of our country, and that's getting into the quicksand of the Middle East. And then he couldn't finish the job. And now he's lecturing us and saying that that our people on the right, that our people in many cases that love our country, that they're worse terrorists than Al-Qaeda. Economies, well, they can be rebuilt. Armies, they can be defeated, but repopulated but once a nation's pride is gone it can almost never be restored the loss of a nation's honor is something not even centuries can repair this president hates america the psychotic leftist communists around him hate america 
and they embrace everything that Obama embraced against this nation, but worse. We thought that we would get Obama light with Biden. Instead, we got a nothing, an empty suit, white trash, as it were, a man of no character, no commitment to American values, and at the same time facing problems that no U.S. leader has had to face since the years leading up to World War II. And while this is going on, Biden, the hologram in a basement, is in hiding. Nancy Pelosi is hiding in Northern England. The vice president, so-called Kamala Harris, is nowhere to be seen. So people are saying, well, where are they? Where did they go? Who is running America? Well, they're not running America. A far-left cadre is running America, probably the intelligence agencies. You understand that? The squad is just a front for the intelligence agencies. It looks to me as though, as hard as this is to say, the intelligence agencies themselves have been infiltrated and taken over both by Islamists and radical leftists. My freedoms have been eroded, so have yours, without your even being aware of it. Most Americans are suddenly confronted with the fact that this president not only doesn't understand how America became the great nation it has become, Biden is actively, well, when I say Biden, I mean collectively Biden, is actively promoting a political philosophy that will guarantee that we will never recover our entrepreneurial spirit and national pride. One after the other. They portray the U.S., which is and still is the richest, most powerful nation on earth thanks to the greatness of the past. They're referring to us as an evil, racist, struggling, soon-to-be third-world nation. One where individual citizens, despite our long history of valuing and promoting individualism, suddenly become a problem to be solved and not the solution to the problems. We've gotten the message from the Biden gang and the cadre around them that they must step in to control your every move and in the process strip you of your rights as an American citizen. Do you remember Nancy Pelosi, the evil one, explaining that Congress had to pass health care legislation? so that we could find out what was in it. It's it's going to be very, very exciting. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it away from the fog of the controversy. As the Democrat-controlled Congress rammed through that legislation, we discovered that it was so complex, even they didn't bother to read it. You follow that one? That's what's going on right now. We all stood by passively as the U.S. government took increasingly aggressive and invasive measures to protect us. Quotes around the word protect. And what were the results? Huh. We're now subject to a dangerous invasion of America, both internally and externally. We are now frightened beyond belief. Everyone has become somewhat skittish of their fellow citizens. The borders have collapsed completely. They're being overrun by Haitian, Central American gangs, and other miscreants from around the world. And it goes on. The cadre is going on, C-A-D-R-E. This stealth takeover of our lives has now been imposed on everything from the food we eat to the fuel we need to drive our cars to the value of the money we exchange to buy these things. The leftist apparatchiks around Biden have imposed their anti-free enterprise agenda on every aspect of our lives do you recall how obama responded when our most advanced unmanned drone went down in iran now why did that drone go down in iran we know obama probably sent it to them and despite his military and foreign policy advisors giving obama advice about how he could either destroy the drone using an other unmanned aircraft or send American troops in to recover or destroy the drone that was sent into Iran, Obama the Terrible decided he didn't want to risk offending Mohammed, Mahmoud, and the Mullahs, so he let the Iranians keep the most advanced drone in the U.S. arsenal. They promptly called in the Chinese communists to reverse engineer the aircraft, in effect, giving them access to advanced American technology because our own president was afraid to confront our mortal enemies, so we thought. Now let's go to Afghanistan. Same story. What happened? Again, we've lost our national honor under this cadre of anti-American scum. 
Did you ever entertain the idea that Barack Obama and now the Biden gang are continuing to level the playing field so that our Islamist and communist enemies could advance their anti-American, anti-Semitic agenda? Let me repeat that again. That is the core of today's program of the dam has been breached. Did you ever entertain the idea that first Barack Obama and now Biden are merely continuing to level the playing field so that our Islamist and communist enemies could advance their anti-American, anti-Semitic agenda. Do you realize that what's happening in America today amounts to nothing less than a political power grab that resembles that of the Nazi takeover of Germany in the 1930s? Let me acquaint you with the work of Milton Mayer, who wrote a book titled, They Thought They Were Free. Mayer's book describes how the Nazi party gradually assumed total control over the lives of German citizens. The Nazi takeover didn't happen in a week or a month. It happened over years. You may not know that. It consisted of small steps, each of which appeared innocuous enough to German citizens, but which, when taken together, came to represent the death knell of freedom and the rise of totalitarian control in Germany. And here is what Milton Mayer had to say about the process. Please pay attention. What happened here was the gradual habituation of the people, little by little, to being governed by surprise, to receiving decisions deliberated in secret, to believing that the situation was so complicated that the government had to act on information which the people could not understand, or so dangerous that even if the people could understand it, it could not be released because of national security. And their sense of identification with Hitler, their trust in him, made it easier to widen this gap and reassure those who would otherwise have worried about it. This separation of government from people, this widening of the gap, took place so gradually and so insensibly, each step disguised as a temporary emergency measure or associated with true patriotic allegiance or with real social purposes, and all the crises and reforms so occupied the people that they did not see the slow motion underneath of the whole process of government growing remoter and remoter. So let me ask you, can you see that the path that the Biden gang is leading our nation down is dangerously similar to that of Nazi Germany and that he may be using the very techniques that Hitler perfected? Hmm? You can't see that, right? How can a liberal be like Hitler? Well, let me remind you of something that I introduced to radio 25 years ago. Nazi means national socialism. But you don't want to accept that, do you? Hmm? Think about that. Think about that. Ask not what you can do for your country. Ask what your country can do for you. That was Barack Obama's mantra. And it sums up the mentality of the Biden gang, the entire gang. You may remember that it was I, Michael Savage, who defined George W. Bush as a fiscal socialist during the last two years of his term. I explained to you how he expanded the federal government and made it larger than the previous three administrations combined. So if Bush was a fiscal socialist, what did that make Barack Obama, a fiscal Marxist? And never before in American history had a single president expanded the government so rapidly and accumulated so much power to himself. Never before had we seen this level of overt cronyism, corruption, and graft. Hmm? And just as Europe was beginning to move away from large government and entitlement spending, and toward lowering taxes to stimulate private enterprise, it was Obama and now Biden who are stuck in a perennial 1960s purple haze, taking the nation in the opposite direction. Even as Cuba is moving towards some privatization and reducing the number of Castro government jobs, Biden is doing the opposite. Biden, the naked tyrant, the tired 60s radicals around them keep pushing us towards worldwide socialism. I can go on for you about the bankrupting of America with trillion-dollar-plus annual deficits. I can tell you all about what you already know. I can tell you all about their Marxist ideology of regulating us to death. I can tell you all about the sedition that you saw with your own eyes in Afghanistan. Even liberals saw the death of 13 Marines and the death now by drone strike of innocent Afghans, including children. They have bypassed Congress and the Constitution. 
They instituted what amounts to rule by imperial fiat through executive orders with czars and cabinet secretaries that we don't even know. That is what's going on. And that is where we are today. And that is why you must stand up to Biden's steamroller. This podcast and my previous books and previous podcasts on this subject are the most important analyses you'll ever read of why you must stop the tyrant in the White House now before it's too late. If we allow the Biden gang another three years of uninterrupted steamrolling us, he will have destroyed our nation. We are living under a crypto dictatorship right now. The scope of the Biden takeover is not yet seen by most Americans. I hope it is seen by you. And I thank you very much for listening thus far. More to come right here on the Savage Nation podcast. Michael Savage, a host like no other. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Well, 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 well. We begin with coffee and news of the day. This is the news as it really is. I'm going to read the news to you, drink my coffee, and tell you what's really going on. In other words, I'm going to deconstruct the news. So let's go to my website, michaelsavage.com, headline story, Omar the Terrible says, ignore Congress, jam through amnesty. Forget everything to do with the parliamentary system because this disgusting, you know, she is a terrorist. Do you understand that Omar the Somali is functionally a terrorist? She is the Taliban in Congress. She says, ignore Congress, go around Congress, pass amnesty. She told Schumer, that lying sack of garbage, that gefilte fish with eyes to ignore the Senate parliamentarian on a path to citizenship and go ahead and do it anyway. In other words, they're saying we are now in power. The far left is running the country. The communists have taken over the nation. And what is Trashy Joe doing? I'm calling him Trashy Joe for a reason. I know this is offensive to many of you. Joe Biden is by definition white trash. I know that's shocking. But let me ask you a question. In all races, there are decent people, fine people, great people, and then trash people in all races. That's true for all races, including white people. What does the word white trash mean? Someone who has no ethics, no morals, no guiding principles other than greed and self-aggrandizement. By that definition, Joe Biden is white trash. Every day we're being overrun by third world garbage. Take a look at it. You're telling me that we need 20,000 uneducated, diseased Haitians in this country? Oh, I know. He's sending them back. You're buying the, the front story, you morons, you. Do the math. How could he send them back if there's 20,000 of them? Let's say you send the plane load back eight times a day, and a plane carries 300 people. That's only 2,400 people a day. So you'd have to run them for how many days to get them all out of here? Right. Right, no. Get ready for a, a Haitian in your neighborhood. Trump says the U.S. is becoming a cesspool of humanity amid the border crisis. He has the guts to say what everyone knows to be true. He has the guts to say what everyone knows to be true. What else is in the news? Well, I can go on and on if you'd like a little bit more before I give you the meat of the show. Let's see. Trust the experts. Breitbart, former FDA commissioner, says six-foot social distancing rule was arbitrary. I, I, I told you that a year ago. Scott Gottlieb, the former commissioner of the FDA, admitted during an interview on Face the Nation that the six-foot social distancing rule recommended by public health officials for months on end was actually arbitrary in and of itself. He noted that nobody knows where it came from. I do know where it came from. I remember reading about it. It was a high school student related to one of the public health morons who said, Mommy, I think six feet makes sense. That's where it comes from. 
San Fran mayor defends breaking own mask rules. She said, we don't need the fun police to micromanage us. You hear this? How do you like this? Pfizer says the vaccination works in kids ages 5 to 11. More migrants march through Mexican checkpoint near Texas border. More diseased, criminal Haitians are flooding into Texas. And where is the white trash president? Nowhere to be found. Where is the incompetent vice president? Nowhere to be found. Where is Nancy Pelosi hiding in northern England? Who is running America? Huh? You don't know? Well, I know. I know who's running America. I saw a picture of them a while ago. Meanwhile, today, the stocks have taken a tumble, a real tumble. Global markets were rocked. Bitcoin was pummeled. Why? It was based upon what happened in China. China property fear spreads beyond Evergrande, roiling markets. Growing investor angst about China's real estate crackdown, meaning their Ponzi scheme, had, they had even they had to stop their Ponzi scheme, Ripple through markets on Monday, adding pressure on Z to prevent financial contagion from destabilizing the world's second largest economy. No problem. They'll invade Japan. They'll invade Korea. They'll take Taiwan. And Biden will lick ice cream and take a bicycle ride. And Pelosi will attack Trump. That's what will happen. What else is going on? Well, there's so much going on, and I don't know if you want to hear it. Why did this happen in China, by the way? Well, it turns out that China has a real estate investment fund called Evergrande Group, and it has a huge debt. And it's a debt crisis that dragged down everything from bank stocks to Ping and Insurance Group Co. and high-yield dollar bonds. One little-known Chinese property developer plunged 87% before shares were halted. Hong Kong's benchmark Hang Seng Index slumped 3.3%, biggest loss since late July, and so forth and so on. So what is this all about? It's the fact that there's a uh, manipulation going on in China in the real estate sector. And they had to step in and stop it because the whole country is about to implode. Crude oil sinks with broader market on China crackdown fears. Crude sinks with broader market on China crackdown fears. So oil resumed declines over growing concerns over the health of China's economy. And thank God crypto is collapsing. I've always thought it was a threat to the global order. And whether you like the global order or not, it's all we have to avoid absolute and total chaos and a meltdown of the United States of America along with everything else on the planet. Fact of the matter is, crypto has challenged the value of our own dollar, which we cannot permit. And I have said for a year the government should have intervened and stopped the sale of these these cryptos, etc., because our own our own currency is all we have between us and, and starvation. You understand what I'm saying? I don't care if you own crypto or not. It's a poison to the legitimate currencies of nations, however weak they may be. It is all we have. It is all that we have. This is the savage nation. What else is in the news? You want me to talk about the missing girl who's now obviously a corpse and that white trash bastard boyfriend of hers? Take a look at the face of that thing, the husband, the boyfriend, rather. Take a look at her. Hmm? You think he's a nice guy? Would you let your daughter date a piece of crap like him? If a piece of crap like that had ever shown up at my house, I'll tell you what I would have done. I would have called the police and said, I want him restrained. I don't want that garbage near my daughter. So that's what happens. Terrible thing. The girl is dead. And now what? Oh, and by the way, where is the head of our... Department of Homeland Security, or whatever his name is, Mayorkas, the Cuban-American, who has been put in place like the dumbass that he is in order to permit America to be overwhelmed by illegal aliens. Mayorkas rushes the Texas border sector, over overwhelmed by migrants, admitting challenging situation, you lying sack of garbage. You're the Secretary of Homeland Security in the same nation you'd be tried for treason. What are you talking about? It's challenging, you putz. We're being overrun by illegal aliens, criminals, diseased. Challenging situation. Alejandro Mayorkas goes to Del Rio, Texas. He is the one who did it to us. What do you mean it's a challenging situation? They got exactly what they wanted. There's a lot more news. I can go to a few more sites. I'll go to Newsmax.com. Trump says gross incompetence caused pandemic. 
Dr. Joss says more data needed on Pfizer COVID shots for kids. Of course you need more data. No, just inject them so Pfizer profits can rise. It's run by a bunch of greedy bastards at Pfizer. And who's the front man for the greedy bastards? The pimp. Fauci is a pimp for Pfizer right now. A Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson. He's a pimp for the vax companies. What else is in the news? Am I being a little too vocal for you? Anything else in the news? It's terrible. And I don't blame you for not listening. But we've only seen the tip of the iceberg of what's coming because of these criminals running the nation purposely into the ground. And that's going to lead me right to something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. Uh, right here on the Savage Nation, of course, today's topic is the dam has already been broken. It has happened here. Yes, it has happened here. And I saw this coming. In 2012, I wrote a book called Trickle Down Tyranny during the radical communists first term Barack Hussein Obama and the first chapter was advice to the next president a savage worldview it is exactly what Trump's playbook was and it was nine years ago in the last chapter crushing Obama's cadre before they crush us you said these prophetic words what has happened here was a gradual habituation of the people to being governed by surprise receiving decisions deliberated in secret to believing that the situation was so complicated that the government had to act on information the people could not understand. Folks, isn't that precisely what has happened with COVID, with the 2020 election, with the January 6th, quote, rioters still being held without trial or bail, the wreckage in Afghanistan, the border being overrun by illegal aliens from around the world, uh, Everything about the illegitimate gang, the Biden gang, is now a big secret, including who's actually running the show. Thank you for listening to the Savage Nation. These are very trying times indeed. The Savage Nation. It's savage on demand. So I start with the New York Post today. It's Sunday morning, by the way. The sun finally came out in the San Francisco Bay Area after horrible disgusting weather more or less three months of the worst spring and summer of my life here in the bay area is it aimed at me no why am i complaining when there are bigger problems in the world because that's the way the world is that's the way the world is the summer was stolen from me by nature so i'm mad at nature headline new york post michael goodwin great writer miley's actions were attempted military coup against trump really and what's going to happen why nothing not with auntie nancy running the country Mr. Airborne himself, Miley, admitted that actions at the end of President Trump's term were the equivalent of a military coup. That's what he did. This piece of garbage tried to conduct a coup against our president. This is a delusional psychopath, and he did it for one reason, to appease the vermin in the media. No other reason. To appease the vermin in the media and Auntie Nancy, the peace shooter Nancy Pansy. He concludes the article by saying not a single one of the scores of people unmasked in the corrupt effort against Trump received a punishment commensurate with their abuse of power and the weaponizing of federal agencies for partisan purposes. He goes on to say, in fact, some were actually rewarded with the odious Comey getting a fat book deal and teaching gigs at prestigious colleges. No doubt that record has Miley savoring his own prospects. It certainly won't hurt that he previously aligned himself with the far left. This is a general, the Joint Chiefs of Staff, by supporting the teaching of critical race theory at West Point, telling Congress, I want to understand white rage and I'm white. On the issue of critical race theory, et cetera, I'll obviously have to get much smarter on whatever the theory is. Um, but I do think it's important, actually, uh, for those of us in uniform to be open-minded and be widely read. And the United States Military Academy is a university. Uh, and it is important that we train and we understand. Uh, and I, I want to understand white rage. And I'm white. And I want to understand it. He said nothing about the drone strike that he apparently authorized that killed 10 innocent people, including seven beautiful children. Well, the article ends by saying that won't hurt Miley. By resisting Trump and giving credence to anti-white racism, He's already checked the required progressive boxes. And that's the state of the world that we are in today. The country is in total ruin under Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi. If that's not bad enough, and I haven't even had coffee yet, I just woke up to a beautiful day 
of sunshine, and I looked at the vermin. The news is driving me crazy. We'll go to Drudge Report. Haitian swarm border. Have you seen what's going on in the border with Haitians? Where are they coming from? How are Haitians getting into tech? Where are they coming from? So they're going to Mexico, and they're coming into Texas. And you know they're not coming here to work. They're coming here to live off the old stupid American moron taxpayer. Well, this is what's going on in your country right now. Even Biden understands. Even Biden understands this is the greatest disaster of his presidency. Here's how the Associated Press puts it. Haitians, Haitians on Texas border undeterred by U.S. plan to expel them. Have you seen them? Have you taken a look at the people coming in? Many of them look like hardcore prisoners released from the prisons of the worst prisons of Haiti. They say Haitian migrants seeking to escape poverty. That's the first line from the vermin at the Associated Press, the little geldings who went through journalism school. Migrants seeking to escape poverty, hunger, and a feeling of hopelessness in their home country said they will not be deterred by U.S. plans to speedily send them back as thousands of people remained encamped on the Texas border Saturday after crossing from Mexico. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? What a great country we have. They look like they were released from the worst prisons in Haiti. It looks to me like the Mariel boat invasion. What should we call this? The Port-au-Prince boat invasion? This is what's going on under your vermin president. They're going to deport how many of them? The Haitians aren't responding. They're not going to do it. DHS knows that they opened the borders. Now DHS is backtracking, saying our borders are not open and people should not make... Who are they talking to, these pieces of garbage? The agency wrote, individuals and families are subject to border restrictions, including expulsions, said DHS. Which stupid, radical, anti-male girl from Harvard wrote that? U.S. authorities are being severely tested after Democratic President Joe Biden quickly dismantled Trump administration policies that Biden considered cruel or inhumane, most notably one requiring asylum seekers to remain in Mexico while waiting for U.S. immigration court hearings. Isn't that nice? But that's not good enough for the left. Nicole Phillips, legal director for advocacy group Haitian Bridge Alliance, wants the opposite. She said the U.S. government should really process the migrants and allow them in and then apply for asylum, not expel them. Miss Phillips said it really is a humanitarian crisis. There needs to be a lot of help there now. Are you listening to this? Are you listening to this country, what has happened under this? I don't have words for Joe Biden. We all know he's a factotum. I called him what he was, a hologram in a basement. But around this hologram in a basement are the worst scum America has ever seen in power. We saw a picture of them, sexually ambiguous, man-hating women, outright perverts. That's who's running the United States of America, and they're running it into the ground. And that's all I can say right now on the Savage Nation. What else is in the news? NIH director splits with FDA, says boosted decisions subject to change. See, they don't know what they're talking about. You want me to talk about the pandemic? I can do that if you like. So an FDA panel comes out and says you don't need a booster shot. And now an FDA panel is not listened to. All of a sudden, the head of the NIH, who works for the scumbag, the piece of garbage, the liar, the vaccine pusher, the degenerate scum, not scientist, but pill-pushing, vax-pushing bastard, Fauci, tells his NIH director to say booster decision is subject to change. Okay, that's what's going on. You wonder why people are ambivalent about getting the shots san francisco mayor defiant after caught maskless in nightclub despite a mandate she says well everyone needs to have fun voters think u.s is more divided under biden than it was under trump no kidding sherlock that's in fox news are you listening to this costly concerns says fox news run by murdoch the exhibitionist one worry has surged past the pandemic to the top of America's minds. You know what that worry is? The cost of groceries. But don't tell that to the degenerates who are running the country. No, 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 no. And what about that rally on Capitol Hill that was supposed to be filled with evil, dangerous right-wingers who are going to conduct another coup, another insurrection? 
No one showed up. A few hundred attendees, actually a few dozen attendees showed up, but hundreds of cameras and thousands of useless police, and not to be outdone, the National Guard was standing at the ready. That's what's happening under your boy, Biden. That's what happened under your boy, Biden. What else is going on? Here's another little headline I saw this morning. Milwaukee in grip of worst violence in modern history. Now, this is a really great disingenuous article written by some putts. L.A. Times, worst newspaper in America. Listen to this headline. On the front lines of the U.S. homicide epidemic, Milwaukee faces historic violence. Now, that's because the police were deballed. They defunded the police. There's an absolute shooting epidemic. The homicide detectives were deballed, decimated. The stop and frisk law was thrown out a long time ago. And it says among the 19 cities with more than half a million people, including Los Angeles, New York, and Chicago, none saw a bigger surge than Milwaukee with 127 killings through the first half of September. The city is nearly on a pace to match last year's record, like it's, like it's a ball game, a record. So now they're trying to like mask it over that it's a nationwide rise. Now, first of all, it's almost entirely, entirely in black communities. It's almost entirely black shooting blacks. And it's almost entirely because you left-wing bastards defunded, embarrassed, and debased the police departments. But listen to how sick these bastards are who write this stuff. Listen to this twisted writing. Did a society on edge with schools closed, social programs shut down, (laughs) and people crept up at home simply become more violent? No, idiot. It's because the police were decimated by people like you. Listen to the one question. Did police retreat in a way that emboldened criminals? No, Sherlock. It had nothing to do with the police. Listen, experts say it could take years to unravel those questions. But the toll of the fallen has struck hard in neighborhoods across the country. There are no clear answers. Of course there are clear answers. Give the police back the power to shake down anyone who looks like they're going to commit a crime before they commit it. Put back the detectives who knew who the bad guys were and... The homicide rate will go down, you stupid bastards, you. I'm sorry for cursing. Let me go down the list here. Let's switch to Newsmax. Uh, Newsmax, uh, Texas Attorney General to Newsmax. Border crisis growing much worse. No kidding. Take a look at this, what's going on. It says, number of Haitians at U.S. border now tops 14,000. That's like saying there are, there are 11 million illegal aliens in America. The same number has been used for 40 years. We've got to legalize the 11 million illegal aliens. It's more like 70 million illegal aliens. 14,000? All of Haiti wants to come here. Why? Because you're a moron. Of course they all want to come here. You give them a house. You give them a car. You give them food. You give them clothing. And then you tell them you're, you're a moron because you're white. And your country's no good. Of course they're coming here, you idiot. Shall I go on? I don't know if I have the strength to go on. I have the strength, but what's the point of this? Let me switch to Breitbart News. Biden border crisis, migrant invasion swells to 15,000. Haitian camp wreaks havoc on Del Rio. Border patrol breaking point. No kidding. And what do the people of America want? They want more Haitians, not the Texans who have to put up with these folks, these good people, these poor, innocent people. Mm. Newsom signs bill to roll back single-family housing zoning in California. This is an amazing story. Almost right after the uh, fake recall was not recalled, Governor Gavin Newsom signed three housing bills after he beat back a recall effort, all aimed at rolling back local single-family zoning laws and encouraging new housing to be built, especially dense housing developments. SB 8 overrides local government authority to reduce the capacity of housing projects, and SB 10 promotes high-density developments in certain urban areas. The most controversial of the three is SB 9, which would allow homeowners to split single-family lots into two and allow them to build duplexes on each without the approval of local authorities and regardless of single-family zoning in those areas. The idea is to encourage more housing units to be built, providing more supply and potentially lowering prices. We know it's not going to promote new housing. All it's going to do is bring welfare recipients into the white suburbs. The nightmare is strictly created for one reason. All they want to do is destroy the white suburbs and turn them into the scum slums that people ran away from. 
I think I'll take a break because I really can't take any more right now. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. Welcome back to the Savage Nation podcast. Many of you don't know this, but I appear on Newsmax TV every Friday in the 6 p.m. hour. That's 6 p.m. on the West Coast, in the 9 p.m. hour on the East Coast, in the Cortez and Pellegrino show. And this last week, for those of you who missed the appearance, I appeared with my famous colorful glass clown. Now, you can't see me with the glass clown right now, but you can hear me right now on the Savage Nation podcast. Be sure to catch me every Friday in the 6 p.m. hour West Coast, 9 p.m. East Coast on Newsmax TV, the greatest news outlet in America. Friends, how about some actual good news? Wouldn't that be nice on a Friday? Because let's face it, most of this week has been dreadful news, and that has been the case for our country during most of the Biden presidency, unfortunately. But there really was some significant good news this week in Guilford, Connecticut, where a group of committed patriot parents got together uh, and pushed back and are, and are starting to win against the toxic bigotry of critical race theory in our schools. This is something we should celebrate, amplify, and something that should be copied elsewhere in the country. To help me discuss this important topic is Michael Savage. He is the host of the Michael Savage Show. So, Dr. Savage, before we get to that good news, though, I do feel compelled to first ask you about what we learned today regarding this drone strike, because uh, in your long career in media and the many dozens of books that you've written, you've extensively uh, covered the United States military. And I have to tell you, when I first saw this news today, Michael, it made me sick to my stomach. I mean, the idea that, first of all, 13 American heroes died needlessly. They did not have to die, right? They died because we staged uh, a dangerous evacuation that we did not have to do in that manner because we gave up Bagram Air Base. So Biden and Milley uh, directly, their mistakes directly led to the deaths of 13 American heroes. Then to make matters even worse, to try to avenge those deaths, we rushed to a drone strike where we killed seven precious, innocent children. We blasted them up from the sky and killed them. Beautiful. Michael, your reaction. Beautiful children. They could be our children. Beautiful children. Third world children, by the way. Sacred third world children. I think that my clown would be a better president than Biden. I'm trying to make it light because I'm so fed up with it all. This clown would be more vocal, more colorful and certainly more trustworthy than Joe Biden, wherever he may be. But let's be serious for a minute. It's a serious topic. Donald Trump is president to cover up a mistake. He fires a drone, authorizes a drone strike, and it kills 10 innocent people. Tell me what would be going on at the New York Times newsroom now. Right. Tell me what Anderson Cooper would be doing right now. Tell me what Wolf Blitzer would be doing right now. The country would be in turmoil demanding that Trump be impeached, if not executed. This is a nightmare. But it's not the only nightmare. Biden is drone striking America at the border. Biden is drone striking America in our schools. Biden is dividing and conquering us on every level and winning, by the way. It's not him. We know he's a stooge. We know he's a front man. We know it's Anthony Nancy running the country, a summoner here in San Francisco. That's clear by what just happened here with the recall vote. So have they no shame? Of course not. They never had any shame. Unfortunately. I know. All right. So, Michael, but let's I I tease the good news. So let's get to the good news. And the good news is pushback against critical race theory in Connecticut. I know that you saw this story uh, about the parents there banding together, forming a slate to run for the school board against the old guard Republicans running against Republicans, but establishment minded Republicans. uh, Your thoughts, your observations on this this important win. And is it a model for communities all over the country? It is. My friend Jeff sent that to me this morning. He was one of the organizers and he's very conservative. I won't mention his last name because he lives there. But he said, we got to get rid of the Republicans. They're the real problem. We know who the Democrats are. They're conducting child abuse and bullying in the form of critical race theory. All the people who said we shouldn't bully children are bullying children who are white, by the way. This is the thing about critical race theory. It's not against all children. It targets only white children. It is bullying. It is child abuse. It's a nightmare to let this go on. Can you imagine, can you imagine for a minute, Steve, if somebody in the deep South in the 50s put out a curriculum that said the Ku Klux Klan principles are good and black people are bad for these reasons? What would happen? 
why we all would have objected and saying that's bullying, that's wrong, that's racist, right? That's exactly what's happening. They're doing it down to the first grade. Have you seen the book, Stephen? A contract binding you to whiteness? You get stolen land, stolen riches, special favors? It's unbelievable that they're doing this to children. But Steve, you're Michael, a father. It's hard for me to think of something more evil to teach a child Thank than the you. idea that they have inherited guilt. I mean, think about that for a moment. That's something they cannot control. The shade of their pigment uh, it makes them guilty and that they've inherited that guilt because they may have had ancestors. They may very well have not, but they may have had ancestors who did something wrong. Uh, that, is, that is a toxic and evil uh, message and narrative to force upon children. That's exactly exactly what's happening across this country. But that's why, again, I want to talk about the good news. That's why these parents in Guilford, Connecticut formed a slate. They won so far. And and again, I think this is a model going forward. You are right. But let's put it in human terms. A little seven year old girl, a white girl is in school and she comes home crying and says, mommy, mommy, I'm not a good person. I'm bad. And the mother says, Mm -hmm. why? Because the teacher said I'm white and white people are bad. Have you ever, could you believe we've come to this point of indoctrination and abusive pedagogy such as this? This is state sanctioned racism of the worst kind. And it has to be stopped. And these people stood up, not to the Democrats doing it, but of all people, the Republicans who are doing nothing, just as they're doing nothing in Congress. And this is a model for the future. We must protect our children white, brown. It's the opposite of what Dr. King taught. Do not judge our children by the color of their skin. And these vermin are targeting only white children, sending them home broken and crying. It's no, a and nightmare. Michael, we're going to protect it's a nightmare. Them. We're going to protect them. We're going to protect all children, regardless of their color, if they're white or black or purple. Absolute. We're going to protect these Absolute. children from uh, from this nonsense. We we have to. It's our sacred duty. Remember, Listen, Dr. Michael be Savage, better, as always. Stephen, he'd be better president than Biden. I agree. I'd probably more <laughs> alert as well. Uh, Michael, you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for joining the show. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. I appreciate Newsmax TV. Home of Borders. Language. Culture. The Savage Nation. Welcome back to the Savage Nation Coffee and News Part 2. I took uh, my coffee, took a bike ride, took a deep breath, and now I'm back looking at the cesspool of humanity that America is becoming under this degenerate, anti-American, criminal administration. I want you to look at the pictures of the Haitian illegal aliens breaking into Texas. 95% of them are males. Now, why would black people want to come to such a racist, white supremacist nation as America? I thought this is a racist, white supremacist nation, yet I don't see them leaving i don't see black people leaving i see black people coming to this racist nation you know it's all a lie and you know those behind it are the democrats and people like catholics charities who make billions of dollars off this the only major league politician who stood up to this invasion is trump who said the u.s is becoming a cesspool of humanity now those are strong words he said the country is becoming a cesspool of humanity Trump said the largest number of illegal aliens in the history of our country are pouring in by the millions. They are totally unchecked and unvetted, can do whatever they want and go wherever they want, Trump said in an email statement on Sunday. Our country is rapidly becoming a cesspool of humanity. Murderers, drug dealers, and criminals of all shapes and sizes are a big part of this massive migration. He is a thousand percent right. I tweeted a little while ago the following and thus far no one has refuted what i've said they can't refute it because they don't know the answer to it did they dump the worst prisoners out of the worst prisons in haiti is this the mariel boat invasion is this the porto prince boat invasion Fourteen thousand, twenty thousand, huh how many trump said tens of thousands of people are coming from haiti and many now from countries in africa even more so now than south america Nothing is done in the corrupt mainstream media is giving almost no attention to what will be perhaps the greatest crisis in the history of our nation, said Trump. He said it's not only a crisis at the border, but it's a crisis crisis. There's no words for this. This is a invasion. And lying Biden is on a bicycle today and his vermin. Oh, God, I don't have words for it. Using the word vermin means nothing anymore. Worms, maggots. The U.S. government said that the flights taking them home could start on Sunday. 
There could be as many as eight a day. So let's see. They pack 300 of these illegal aliens on a plane. Eight a day is 300 times eight is 2,400 a day. And there's 15,000. Do the math, you idiots, you. It's all a window dressing. That's all a Pelosi gang knows how to do. Are you listening to this? Are you listening to what's going on? Murderers, drug dealers, and criminals of all shapes and sizes. And by the way, once they come here and Catholic Charities gives them everything they want, what happens next? Why, they bring in five to ten family members. Haitians said they don't want to go home. He says, in Haiti, there's no security. Of course there's no security. That's why they let you out of the prisons. So you can now turn America into Haiti. Many of the Haitians arriving at the U.S. border have come from South America, where they fled after an earthquake in 2010 but failed to find jobs. You mean they were unemployable in South America? I wonder why. Oh, they have no skills. So even in South America, they dumped them. They didn't even want them in South America. So what exactly will happen here? Well, Biden rolled back and got rid of Trump's immigration policies, like remain in Mexico. So now what are you going to do? You're going to adopt one? Tell me what's going to happen when this goes on. When millions of these people come into this country, tell me what's going to happen. Let's go to michaelsavage.com. There's a big story which we're not taking down, which is anti-CRT parents sweep Connecticut school board primary besting GOP incumbents. That is the topic of my Newsmax appearance last week. But here's a big story. Right after Newsom was not recalled, almost immediately after, Newsom signed bills to roll back single-family zoning in California. The far left wants to bust open the white suburbs. The far left wants to destroy the single-family home, which people have fled to for over 100 years to get away from the scum in the cities, the crime in the cities, the pollution in the cities. So they work their whole life for a down payment. They kill themselves to pay the mortgage. And now this Democrat governor signs bills to destroy single-family zoning in California. Are you listening to this? And by the way, that rally on Saturday where there were only a few people and the rest were news and heavily armed fascist police, the one armed person who was detained at the J6 rally was an undercover agent who pulled out a badge. Don't tell that to vermin like Anderson Cooper. Don't say that to any of them. Where's Nancy Pelosi now that she's wrecked the country and robbed it blind? Video, Nancy Pelosi visits the north of England and is given a proper northern welcome by locals. So she's hiding in England. Biden is hiding in Delaware. They have abdicated the government. And right now, there is no government. It's not a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. It's a government of the sheeple, by the people, and for the sheeple. I want to change it to another way. You ready for another one? Abe Lincoln said you can fool some of the people some of the time and some of the people all the time, but you can't fool all the people all the time. Let me tell you something. With big media and tech control of the narrative, you can now fool 99% of the sheeple 99% of the time. There's more in the news. I don't know if I can read it. Most people are not looking at the news anymore. They can't take it. No one can take it. Heads to roll. Former Obama Joint Chiefs Chairman calls for accountability for botch strike that killed civilians. Oh, really? Former Obama Joint Chiefs Chairman. Yeah, yeah, right. Who is that? Arrow Mike Mullen now? That one? Another liberal attacking other liberals? What does it mean by accountability? Oh, let's study it for two years to make sure it doesn't happen again. Former Chairman of the Joint Chiefs Chairman Mike Mullen said there absolutely needs to be accountability for the botched drone strike that killed several civilians. It was 10 civilians, seven little beautiful children. So he goes on ABC, which is nothing but uh, always Bolshevik crap. ABC, ABC, always Bolshevik crap. And he says, oh, sure, there should be accountability. Sure, accountability. Hmm. Well, what kind of accountability? Will their pensions be pulled? Will they be put in prison? Did the Pentagon apologize for doing it when they said they took credit for it? Right after the attack, they celebrated it. You don't even understand what happened. Do you know that this wasn't even a bomb that hit those poor people? It was a new kind of drone that fires a missile that chops people up into pieces. It's like a rotor blade that blows into the house and chops up everything that's alive. You don't know that? All that's left of them is pieces of the bodies. Hmm? Joint Chiefs of Staff Mark Milley earlier this month said it was a righteous strike. 
Then on Friday, the lying bastard said it was a horrible tragedy. Now, in any other country, the man would be stripped of his job, probably put in prison and tried for murder. But he's not going to do that. He'll probably go teach at the Kennedy School of this government. So now Miley says, this is a horrible tragedy of war. You were sitting on your fat ass. Who told him to pull the trigger on that drone? You or Biden or some girl from Harvard? Who did it? Oh, we don't know who did it. Like we didn't know who shot that poor woman, Babbitt, at the Capitol at that day until months later. We didn't know who it was. A horrible tragedy of war. It's a tragedy of your laziness. Oh, my God. What a country. How can we survive this? Why do Democrats get to decide whether they can hold themselves accountable? Whatever happened to a divided government, a division of government? If this had happened in England, our ally, their leaders would have been held accountable. Are you listening? There are no other two branches of government now. It's a government of Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. It's a government of Mark Zuckerberg and the guy with all of the hair and the, and the rings on his nose. I don't even remember his name, Dorsey. It's a government of two or three dictators. If Trump had done this, tell me what would have happened. If Trump had killed 10 innocent civilians and seven of them were beautiful children and chopped them up into, into fish bait, tell me what would have happened. Tell me what would have happened. And now the border is being destroyed, overrun, open borders, and Biden's bicycling. I know, but you're only interested in tracking data for Gabby Petito and Brian Laundrie. She is now more famous than Marie Curie. That piece of garbage boyfriend of ours, that slacker bum in the van, is now more well-known than Albert Einstein, thanks to the vermin in the media. And what are we going to do about it now that we're becoming a cesspool of humanity? Now that our borders have been erased, tell me, hmm? tell me what's going to happen now. This is the Savage Nation podcast. Hmm? Where's Fauci, that lying, sniveling worm, trying to inject our boys? Is that what the little bastard is doing now? I, I, I don't know. I don't have words for this anymore. I don't know what to say. He's a little bastard. What words are there for him? He is a little bastard. Do you know what's going on with the injections? Do you know what's going on with the actual data on the vaccinations? Now, I'm not anti-vax. I want to be very clear. But vaccinating little children just to make money? Why are they attacking boys? Do you know the data on the boys? Do you have any idea what they're doing? I have all the data for you. You want to hear any of it? Huh? Young boys are now being targeted by that piece of trash, Fauci. Here's some data for you. Teenage boys are six times more likely to suffer from heart problems from the COVID vaccine than be hospitalized from COVID-19, according to a major study. Children who face the highest risk of a cardiac adverse event from this vaccine are boys aged between 12 and 15, following two doses of a vaccine, according to new research. Are you listening? I can give you all the data and the numbers, but the fact of the matter is boys face a higher risk from heart complications from the second vaccine than that of hospitalization from COVID. Did you know any of this? This is an example of what they're doing to our children, injecting poison into the veins of young, healthy boys who face little risk of dying even if they get COVID, but they won't stop. They won't stop. The Los Angeles Unified School District announced a sweeping fascist vaccine mandate. All children 12 and older must be vaccinated or they'll be barred from the city schools. Are they vaccinating the Haitians? Are they vaccinating the Mexicans? Are they vaccinating those pouring over our border? No, they want to create safe environments in our schools, safe from boys, safe from young men. It's a war on boys. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if this can be saved anymore. I've done one podcast after another. Are you listening? I don't know if this country can ever come back from what this piece of trash in the White House, this piece of white trash, this liar in the White House, I'll call him that. Biden is a piece of white trash. It's as though we got white trash running America. Let's put it to you that way. Is that clear enough for you? Biden is white trash, the lowest of the low. What is white trash? People who have no values, no morals, no ethics, and are in it only for themselves. 
by that definition, Biden is white trash. Is that clear enough for you? Because I have no other words. There's nothing left to say. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed and learned something from it. And I want to remind you of something that I think is important for you to know. We have over 280 Savage Nation podcast episodes available to you absolutely free. I'll say that again. You can go back into this vast library of over 280 episodes and listen to any one of them or several of them at your leisure. So you never have to be without the Savage Nation. Thank you very much for listening.